Do you know people who are negative, complain all the time, and literally just suck the life out of you? There's actually a term for that, vampire relationship. And this is Chick to Chick. Okay, Carrie, truth. There are times when I get a text or I get a phone call from somebody and I just go, ugh, uh-huh. I just can't. <laughs> I just can't. There are certain people who are negative all the time, complain all the time. And as I said, at the end of the conversation or at the end of the text stream, you literally feel like they're just sucking the life out of you. And what really bothers me too is that they're constantly talking about themselves, they're Mm -hmm. focused on themselves, and they don't even stop to say, hey, how are you? What's up with you? What's, mm-hmm. It's all about them, but it's all this negative complaining. And I'm getting to a point when I see that text coming through or I see that call coming through, I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> click, <laughs> hang up. No, thank you. You I know what I'm talking I do. about? I feel, I feel like we've all been there, but it's definitely more difficult when you have someone who is just kind of at you and then you feel worse when you leave the conversation they're not asking anything about you. And even if you do offer what you're doing or what's going on, the conversation completely pivots again. Right and back they don't to remember them. anything that you're doing because it goes right back to them. And, you know, it's exhausting. And we're good friends. Like, we, to we, two other people and to each other, we're good people. And so we don't mean to be like, in no. But at the same time, if somebody is constantly sucking the energy out of you, that's vampires. That is where you need. <laughs> that is where you need to say, "Get I've out the had, garlic." Yeah, I that's when you need to get out the garlic. I know, I know. Go back to your cave, whatever it is. But I mean, there's a reason they call it vampires because they're sucking the life out of you. And so we are going to talk to someone who's going to provide a little perspective. We have Amanda Levison. She is with the Neurofeedback and Counseling Center. Amanda, what is going on with these vampires? Hi, how are you guys? (laughs) So I think that there's a lot of things that happen with this, and it depends if it's a family member or someone in your personal life, like a friend, Um, because when it's a family member, it may seem like something you can never really escape, where with a friend, obviously, you're able to set different kind of boundaries and with your family and feel better about it. Um, However, even from a personal stance, we could also look at it like, I'm sure sometimes you really needed a friend and we're going through a difficult time, just like they may need you. So it's important to see when is this just a constant part of your friendship or dynamic versus is this a moment that my friend or person in my life is struggling? Um, So being able to identify that first would be really helpful. And I do think that that's an important important point to point out. This is not hey, I'm struggling with something, I'm going through a divorce or I'm going through a bad time at work. This is a constant. And this is just the way these folks are. This is just, it's completely different. It's how they operate. So how do you uh, pivot and change the conversation when you're talking to these folks who they are just so self-absorbed and focused on their misery and their negativity How do you gracefully, (laughs) kindly change the conversation and like say, hey, the sky is blue and the sun is out? How do you do that? So it's you can't just change someone's way of thinking. If they tend to be more negative, they obviously find whoever they're confiding in a a comfort for them. So the first thing would I would try to recommend is to find a way that you could relate. So if they're complaining about 
um, let's say their children aren't listening, right? Find a way that either you can say something positive that your children did and what you do when they have struggled with listening or any other, whether it's relationships with a spouse or work, however it may be, find a way that you can relate and also find uh, the negative part of it and put a positive spin to it of teaching them how like, yeah, you can identify these uh, negative things, but how can we now view it as a more positive interaction or how can we address it to find it in a way that we can make it more positive? Um, by doing that, I think that you would definitely be able to help them see that there it's more relatable um, and looking at the whole situation. So what do you do in a case where you have someone that you have constantly been doing that? You know, You feel like you've been showing the glass half full instead of half empty in conversations and it's still not working and it's starting to make you feel bad. It's starting to make you look at their name come up or see something come up and you actually have a reaction. Like you're, you're irritated or you're you mad. Oh, yeah. What, <laughs> how do you present, you know, either a boundary or what do you do to help your own self when this is how you're feeling about this person? So the key word is boundaries, because you have to decide, do I still want this person in my life or not? So if you still want them in your life, you're obviously going to have to interact with them at some point. So maybe limit the communication by saying, well, I know my conversations with this person are always at least an hour, um, but I could give them 10 minutes. So after 10 minutes, I'm going to kind of give the cues that I need to go. And if they're not getting the cues, I'm going to say, you know, I need to get going now. So we're going to end this call and let me talk to you later. Uh, you might also want to make interactions that COVID-friendly situations where maybe you're not one-on-one, -on -one, but more with a group of people because people don't tend to vent in those situations and they become more positive. Um, and also try to find a way that you're able to throw yourself out there a little bit with them. So if they said, oh, it's been so stressful, you could say, yeah, it's been really stressful for me too. And talk a little bit about yourself to kind of steer it more towards you a little bit more to show that the conversations go both ways. Yeah, mm -hmm. take the focus off of them and put it on you. Okay, now, is this worth doing? Is it worth saying to them, you know what, I, I really like you, but you're so darn negative. Is it worth <laughs> is saying Is the truth that? worth yeah. saying? <laughs> is the truth worth it to say, you know what, you complain a lot and you're negative, and you know, after I'm done talking to you, I feel exhausted. Yeah. Can you be honest with them, or should you just not even have that conversation? I think you have to really think, how would you feel receiving feedback like that? So it's important that you can be honest in all of your relationships, but how honest are you, and to what degree? So talking to someone about, I think that there's difficulty within the relationship and the dynamic, it could be really important to have, but do you want this person to continue being a part of your life or not? And if you do, you have to think of how can I make this in the most constructive way? So one of the ways you, you can do that is by acknowledging that it is difficult and strenuous, but also valuing the person and the friendship and what they bring to the table as well in a positive light. So, you know, I really value our friendship. I have a great time with you, but it seems like you've really been struggling recently. And I don't know how I can help you with that. So maybe having an outside source could be helpful or a therapist um, and kind of hint like that and then say, you know, I'd love to be able to assist you in other ways and let's talk about it. But this is just a really difficult time. And I'm noticing that it's just been uh, a hard time for you for a little bit now. That's really This way you're, you're really valuing them, right? right. Yeah. Um, 
and it doesn't make them feel awful. Um, but saying like you're sucking the life out of me just doesn't sound so warm. <laughs> you say that's, that's a good <laughs> so thing to warm say. And fuzzy Not so much. So much. <laughs> I titled you as a vampire, kind of. Doesn't really work with everyone. You're sucking the life out of me, but yeah, yeah, it's not warm and fuzzy. <laughs> no, yeah. I think I think what you're saying has so much merit, and I think what we're doing is we're relying on people to to be kind when they talk to one another, and I don't know that that always happens. So, um, you know, Amanda, I hope for the people that are listening that they, they do have a better way of expressing it to someone else. I, even when you were talking to me, although I was, even though I, even I was thinking, gosh, this sounds so exhausting to have to like, you know, shape and mold this whole conversation and everything. It's, it's hard. It's hard. It really is hard. You know, but relationships take work. And I think that a lot of times people say, oh, is it worth it? Is it not worth it? So maybe when people are dating, it might not be worth it. But if you've had a lifelong friend, you know, someone that you've known for 10 plus years or something, it's a lot harder to just let that person out of your life. So trying to think of how can I make this relationship still work? in a better way where I feel better when I'm around them. And as I said, like even groups make it a lot better where they're not having that one-on-one moment with you. Yeah. And I, and I think too, what you pointed out, is this just a, they're going through a hard time and you want to be there to support them, or is this just an ongoing Mm -hmm. thing and it's part of their personality? You need to figure that out. And then you need to figure out do I really want this in my life? Yeah, is it worth it? Um, is it worth it? But I, I do like your message, and I do like that you're saying that even take this and turn it into a positive and change the conversation, even when you are having these conversations with the vampires in your <laughs> life. <laughs> it's all good stuff. Thank you, Amanda. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> try to stay positive. I know. Even when you were being stuttering negative. to try to get that out because you're like, you gotta keep staying positive. But the truth it's is, hard. it is, Come on. It is hard. hard. And you and I talk about that. Yeah. We talk about some of the people that are, you know, the, the, the life suckers that I from need us. the garlic for. Yeah. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I think if we just treat each other with dignity and kindness um, and we figure it out and we give our own, ourselves our own boundaries, I think we'll all be okay. You know? I agree. Well, we would like to thank you for tuning in and we will be back next week to chirp about another topic. And if you need the garlic, go to her house, get it. I have lots. I'm Italian. <laughs> get the garlic. Thank you.